Hello, everybody, and welcome to Survivor Series. This is the second season of our show covering the 45th season of Survivor. And no, not the second season of this show where last season we also covered the 45th season. This isn't our second rewatch of the 45th season. This is us talking about the new season of Survivor, which is coming out uh, this Wednesday, next week, Wednesday, whenever this is airing, probably this Wednesday. Who's on first? I don't know. I don't know who's on second. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Hopefully you can hear each other. I had a rousing time getting the audio together and I already feel like it's dumb, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm your sweaty boy, uh, Ryan Eitzy. Can confirm he is sweaty. Yes, I'm, I'm very sweaty and I don't quite enjoy it um but i am joined as always by the lovely jesse dubiaski jesse how are you shucks. doing today i'm doing all right i'm a little turd you're a little turd tired but i feel like a little turd uh you know i'm not quite as sweaty as you but i guess i could be considered slightly sweaty because it is hot and there is no fan in here yeah that's the downside of recording in a, in a box after moving chairs and Putting up blankets and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, but how are you doing? How are you, are you excited about the new season of Survivor? I always feel like I'm not <laughs> because I don't know anybody, you know? And it's like you get really attached to the last season's cast, and then you're like, that's Survivor. And then you're like, I have to do this again with a whole bunch of new people. And then you get a couple episodes in, and then you're like, oh, I know these people, you know? But now they're just they're just a bunch of names. And I think that's that's the goal for us today is uh, to discover who these names are and learn a little about these 18 contestants on season 45. If this is your first time joining us, we thank you for joining us. Um, I want to make sure to say at the top here that if this is your first time joining us and you enjoy what you're listening to, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to Survivor Series. Uh, Jesse and I would greatly appreciate it. And leave a review, five-star review on Apple. Uh, otherwise, uh, it will be ejected out of the uh, Apple podcast um, uh, airlock. Wait, uh, what? Don't worry about it. Um, so we got a new season, season 45 of Survivor. Uh, 18 contestants again. The rules seemingly, uh, as far as I can tell, are roughly the same as previous season. Um What's that? You're pointing at something? What's that? There's just a loud banging behind uh, me. That's sorry. probably the cats that are loudly banging behind uh, you. I'm sorry? The cats? Our fans? Oh, my Our apologies. fans are banging on the door trying to get in here. Just want a piece of this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, we like to say we have the best fans. We also have the most demanding fans. Yeah. Um, we also have to feed our fans. Do any anybody else like podcasters chime in? Did you ever have to feed your fans? I think Sarah Koenig had to feed her fan once or twice. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> a little podcast joke there. Um, yeah, so we're excited about this season of Survivor. Uh, we hope everyone enjoys what you're listening to, um, and we'll get into it. So basically, what we're doing here for Survivor series. Um, Jess, is we are going to go through that whole cast that you talked about, 
Uh, and the we, randos. The randos, those 18 randos, and try to get to know them a little bit. Uh, of course, as always, uh, Survivor released all eight cont- 18 contestants, their images, their, some, uh, their names, and a bunch of fun facts about them. We are going to go through all of them, learn well, a little I'll bit. I'll be the judge of how fun their facts are. That's fair. Uh, we're going to go through all 18 people, uh, learn a little bit about each of these folks, um, and then at the end, we are going to make our Survivor Series teams. Now, if you've known anything about wrestling, I'm a wrestling fan. Uh, if you know anything about wrestling, there's a pay-per-view for WWE called Survivor Series, where it's a five-on-five team. That's basically what we're going to do for this season. We, we get are, five people? We get five people. <gasps> I said that at the top. So we I get, wasn't listening. I'm not going to lie. I got so sidetracked. That's fine. That's okay. I still love you. Uh, so we have... Good. Five. Well, after we have these 18 people, we learn a little bit about them. We are going to pick five of them each. No crossovers between the teams. Just five what? people out of these 18 people. We are drafting them. We are making decisions. And then those, these are people that we believe are going to win. Take us to the end. Maybe I can figure out a point system or whatever. But at the very least, these are the people that we are picking to take us to the end of the season to who we think is going to win. And one by one, of course, they will be eliminated. And hopefully my team is going to get to the winner's purse. Uh, not your team. So sorry about that, Jess. Uh, well, dream big. That's all you got. Just And just like Steve Tyler said, dream on. Dream on. Dream on. Dream on. Dream on. Yeah. I listen to a lot of radio. That's fair. A lot I don't classic, have an ox score. Classic rock the yeah. river. Um, no. yeah, yeah, so really we'll choose one. five members uh, from our team without even watching them on, an inch of them on television. Well, except for one. We'll get to him. Um, and then we will pick our teams, and then that will review every episode of Survivor Season 45. Are you ready to play Survivor Series, Beanie? I'm ready. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, let's start off with uh, contestant number one. I believe this is an alphabetic order, potentially, by first names? Actually, that seems weird. Uh, no, it's definitely not by F. I don't know what order this is in. Uh, but we are looking first at Austin Lee Coon. This is his picture. This is his picture. This is Austin Lee Coon. Oh, honey. You're, oh. Going, you're going home so early. Wow. What immediate reaction to he just looks the picture. Happy. So this is he Austin, looks too happy. He looks too happy. Austin Lee Coon. Uh, he, again, you should, I should say this. You can look at all of these people on Entertainment Weekly's website. Uh, Austin Lee Kuhn, age 26, hometown San Jose, California. He currently resides in Chicago, Illinois. He is a grad student, and he describes himself as ambitious, sweet, and clumsy. Oh, you're not going to go far, honey. <laughs> wow. Jesse, what? He's too kind. He looks too nice. Do you think he can be empathetic and create good relationships? Oh, absolutely. And then I think they're going to turn around and crush him. <laughs> Stab him in the back. Um, Hopefully he has a little like tenacity hidden under the smile because right now baby right now. So, okay. So every person gets the exact same uh, number of questions asked to them. Not just number, but uh, the exact questions asked to every single contestant. I've given you a list of what those questions are. Uh, I'm going to ask you just pick two of them off the list that you would like to know more about Austin Lee Coon uh, and, and different things. I will say the questions are, why do you want to be a part of Survivor? What's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? Which previous player do you identify with the most? Who do you think you play most like? 
what will you value in an alliance partner? Your favorite hobbies and pet peeves? What is the accomplishment you are most proud of? What is something we will never know from looking at you? What is your what who sorry, who in your life is your biggest inspiration and why? And then why will you be the sole survivor? So they ask all these contestants the same question. Jesse, what are two that you would like to know more about? Quick thing. Do they give their occupation? Uh yes, he is a grad student. That's his occupation? Oh, baby. He's 26 years old in Chicago, Illinois. So oh. whatever school grad student there is. Uh, it doesn't say what he's studying to be as a grad student. Uh, maybe that would have been helpful to get more info. But uh, that is that is what we got. A California native. Loves surfing, maybe. I don't know. Uh, he, but he looks... I mean, he looks fit. I mean, this he guy does looks look fit. fit. I'll give him that. But he self-described as... Kind and clumsy. Ambitious, sweet, and clumsy. Clumsy's not a good one there. Not no. a good one there. I mean, maybe he's trying to play the, like, you know... In theory, these are all honest answers and not part of the game. Yeah. To, I guess, to be clear. Um, I'm gonna say... This is where you play the... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yes, pick okay. two. Any two. This is so hard. Don't um, take too long or we'll be here forever. I'm going to say Misconceptions, number seven. Uh, misconceptions. Uh, what is something we will never know from looking at you? I own the, in parentheses, heavily contested and very impressive world record for the most nuts thrown and caught in a can on the head in one minute. The original record was 37 and I got 93. So he has the record. For the most nuts thrown, I imagine, up in the air and caught into a can on top of his head in one minute, and he got 93. So he's going to be really good at challenges. Yeah, that feels very good at challenges. Um, <laughs> That's my read from that. Um, okay. But that, that, could be a, that could be a bad thing. Being very good at challenges could also be a bad thing. Uh, and I don't know if there's a nut challenge on uh, Survivor this season. I'm going to say... I think I need to know more about his personality. Okay. That's fair. So <laughs> seems weird. <laughs> so seems like, weird do so I far. go with alliances or pet peeves? Like I I'm worried that if I say hobbies slash pet peeves, it's just gonna be his hobbies. Well and, and also that's, it's also his pet peeves. Is it actually though? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with that one. There are two short questions, so I just combine them. Oh, okay. Hobbies and pet peeves? All right, so his favorite hobbies are backpacking somewhere new with my camera, hockey, volleyball, anything really that gets me active outside with friends. So sports. Just say sports. (laughs) Being athletic. Uh, Pet peeves. Any form of waste. Wasted time, money, opportunity, food. Also, banana-flavored candy, but I still eat them because no wasting. So he does not like any waste. And he loves being athletic, essentially. That is Austin Lee Coon. Any other thoughts about Austin Lee Coon? I'm totally going to not spell any of these names right because I'm not seeing any of them. That's so okay. we're just going to really get an idea of how I think things are spelled. That's fine. I'll show you the name as we, as we do this. Moving on to the next contestant. I did not give myself enough space for these. That's okay. Next contestant is D. Valadares. I don't know. I could be butchering any of these names. D. Valadares. What's your first impressions from D. Valadares? Valadares? I'm getting, like, people are going to think that I'm, like, 
easygoing, but I'm actually really intense. I get voted off week one. <laughs> from her. She just feels like a basic week one vote uh, wow. to me. Is it because she's blonde? Yes. Uh, so wow. age, age 26. Rude. Age 26, hometown Havana, Cuba, current residence in, Mi- in Miami, Florida, and her occupation is an entrepreneur. Why did you say it like that? Uh, three words to describe her. Wait, what was her occupation? Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Uh, three words to describe her. Fiery, wildly enthusiastic, empathetic. So was she, she did. cheerleader in high school? Uh, I don't know. You could ask that maybe. It might be some hidden some here. Uh, but I also love three words to describe you. Four and she gives four words, so she can't follow directions. Is what is what was this fiery, fiery, wildly enthusiastic, empathetic? Were three words to describe her? She's a loophole finder, that's what I get from that. (laughs) Mm, That's interesting, that's interesting. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, Cuban now in or either that or just doesn't read directions. It's gonna go one way or the it, other, yes, and we'll is. find out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Are there any questions that maybe you could discern out of that sort of uh, thing there? Um, yeah, I mean, she seems fine. She seems totally fine so far. She's young. She's from Cuban, uh, from Cuba. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, uh, so she definitely knows how to sell herself in theory. Uh, she's empathetic, but also fiery. That could probably get her in trouble. And like we said, she either cannot follow directions with giving four words instead of three, or she knows how to do loopholes. So what are your two questions? Or do you this have any thoughts? It makes me feel like she's going to be one of those people that like takes charge really quickly in her tribe, but then as soon as things don't go her way, is going to crumble. Like That's what I feel like. Interesting. I'm trying to think of who I could parallel to last year, but I'm already forgetting everyone's names. But like, what's her name? Was it Lauren that I'm thinking of? I that, like kind of took charge. No, it wasn't Lauren. It was um from last season. Yeah. Um, which tribe do you remember? Orange or Ratu? With it was like I think it was Lauren. Like took charge in the in the group pretty quickly, but then kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Um, so what are okay. some questions you would like to know about D? I want to know what her hobbies and pets pet, pets peeves. For favorite hobbies, CrossFit, don't judge, running, traveling, anything outdoors, spending time with family, anything that gets my heart racing. Ooh, sexy. Uh, <laughs> pet peeves. Vetoed. Pet, sorry. <laughs> uh, pet peeves. Bad tippers, road ragers, constantly being late, uh, injustice to kids, old people, or dogs. So just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. She pretty much, that's her pet peeve, is don't be a dick. Favorite hobbies, CrossFit, running, traveling, anything outdoors, spending time with her family, anything that gets her heart racing. Uh, hmm. Entrepreneur from Miami, Florida. I need a little bit about her life experience. Her life experience. What's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? Starting my own business at oh, 23 well, I years old. I was afraid that I was going to get that answer. As an entrepreneur. I learned how to turn an idea into reality, how to navigate hardships when finances were uncertain, and how to become a better business partner. This will help me in the strategic social aspect of the game. So what we learned about her entrepreneur business, at the very least, is that she started it three years ago uh, with somebody. 
Um, and she has been able to get through, I mean, three years ago, basically she started a business during the pandemic, it sounds like, um, with somebody. They were able to get through the finances and everything, and they, she believes all those sort of things will help her strategically and socially win the game of Survivor. Any other thoughts on D? That was entirely unhelpful. She seems fine. She seems capable, for sure, but I'm not... I'm not totally convinced. She's not high on my list right now of potentials. I think she's high on my list of people who are going to get themselves involved really quickly. Agreed. But not necessarily who's going to make it very far. If she's in a tribe that doesn't mesh well with other people, I fear that she could have. Well, and also at least like, you know, she's not an entrepreneur that's like, I'm, you know, I I do business, right? Mm -hmm. Like she actually had an idea and supposedly followed through with it so like that's a good sign that's huge that's uh, huge. not just like a i dabble in business she's seemingly a good leader i think is what i'm taking away from this either that or her business partner is a good leader and she's a good follower <laughs> you never know i guess i guess a fair point you never know it Move. can go one way or the other and uh but based on our other answers sounds like she might be the leader the take charge kind of person yeah yeah I didn't ask very good questions. I kind of regret that second question. That's okay. That's kind okay. of figured I was getting that answer when I, when she was said she was an entrepreneur. Anyway, next person, Brandon Dolan. Brandon Dolan looks like a sweetie. Oh, he looks like a sweetie. Uh, he looks like a big old teddy bear. You give a hug to. Uh, Brandon yeah. Dolan. Uh, he's gonna. Okay, this sounds. I my answers are so harsh. But, like, we are here to judge people yeah. before we even meet them. Yes. He's going to get forgotten about, which is good for him. Yeah, maybe. He's gonna. He has background player energy of, like, just from, just this is initial, okay, uh, to preface, all of this is just by judging a book by its cover. We are literally judging people. I could be totally wrong, and I hope that I'm proved wrong. This is just my reaction, my gut reaction, and I may sound like an asshole. I, th- I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But Let's I think I'm going to own that I might come off as an asshole in this episode. That's okay. Let's learn more. Because I'm asked to judge people by how they look. Uh, well, and their and stories. Their well, you can see my opinion changes. Brandon Dolan, age 26 again. This is a young wow. cast. Hometown Sicklerville, New Jersey. That's oh, where he currently yeah, resides. He's from New Jersey. Uh, his occupation is a content producer. Isn't that all of our friends that live in New Jersey? Pretty much. Well, not all of them. Some of them actually like do slightly different stuff now. But three words to describe you: empathetic, inquisitive, and relatable. I think relatable and empathetic are similar enough to be like, all right. Um, But sure, but sure. Well, Uh, you can be empathetic, and no one can relate to you. Which is uh, Carolyn? (laughs) Carolyn, I would argue. Um, that's a fair point. That's that's a completely fair point. What are two questions you would like to know more uh, about Brandon Dolan from Con- New Jersey? He's content producer. Content producer. Oh, Don't boy. really know what that means. Like, I hate to keep going back to the same question, but these people are giving me nothing. Uh, hobbies and pet peeves, please. All right, for favorite 600. hobbies and pet peeves. Favorite hobbies: going out to eat, antiquing. Leaving a party without telling anybody. Oh, no. An Irish goodbye. 
He's like me. He's not going very far. That's that's. I'm just kidding. It's sucks to say empathetic and then say I love leaving a party without telling anyone. Listen, sometimes you're too empathetic and parties drain you. Yeah. Well, he likes being. It doesn't even say anything about being at parties. Um, But these are his his favorite. One of his favorite things, Jesse. I do want to stress again. One of his of three things in the world he loves the most is going out to eat antiquing solid and then not being at parties irish goodbyes but irish goodbyes leaving a party without telling anybody his pet peeves adult men who have snapchat people who message me hi when they need something from me lead with your request i mean that's fair that's fair the problem is that i'm very much identifying with these answers which is a problem for him because (laughs) i think i would be a background player i think i'd be like good at challenges like we've talked about but like the social aspect i think there's definitely times when i'll get overwhelmed and i'll become a background player so things are not looking good for brandon (laughs) that's i think that's a fair thing uh what's another question you want to ask about him um Let's see, let's see, let's see. We've got we've got his occupation. We kind of are getting a good read on the personality. We need to know what what he's done in life. So I'm thinking either accomplishments or life experience. Um what is the accomplishment accomplishments question? Is that What is the accomplishment you are most proud of? No. That could that could get me nothing. Uh Let's go with life experience. I promise to branch out after this. Yeah, you have, I think, eight questions. <laughs> I've used three of them. Four of them? Three. Three okay. of them. What's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? My background in writing is imperative for a game like this. I like to think I know what to say, how to say it, and who I say it to. I That's a terrible answer. That's a terrible answer. Yeah, how did, Your background in writing is going to make you good at a game about social interactions? And then they- I could see how like that would like in your brain you're like it's because I can see how all the pieces fit together because it when you're a writer like you're creating a narrative from from just data points basically but, which but is like true but like as a writer you also have the ability to like sit back and like evaluate what you say and like change the words and like do and and rethink everything yeah in the moment you don't have that and even saying like i'm a good writer and then from that i think because i'm a good writer i like to think i know what to say how to say it who i should say it to i don't necessarily think that translates in being a Mm -hmm. good writer into a sociable person that knows how to seemingly manipulate people if honestly if anything it might be the opposite yeah Things are not looking good for Brandon. No. He prove is, me wrong, Brandon. Prove he, me wrong. If he can prove me wrong, I would love to see that. But right now, I'm not confident. Moving on to the next person. We have uh, Emily Flippin. Elm Emily Flippin. Oh, here. This is going to be a fun one, I think. Emily Flippin. She seems totally cool. She's age 28 from McKinney, Texas. Currently resides in Laurel, Maryland. There is shout out I, shout out kicks plus. Um, there is there is an underlying energy there. From Texas to Laurel, Maryland. No, just in that image of like, can I see it again? Uh, of of the image of Emily Flippin. Yeah, like I'm. 
but I don't know what the I don't know what the words are. It's like there's there's an energy there that I can feel like it's hard to describe. Either it's like it's like either she's gonna flip her shit. Flipping. Flipping shit. Or like in a good way flip her shit. I don't know. She she's going to crack. Mm. And then something's gonna come out of her that like we don't expect. Could oh. be could be good, could be bad, could be rage, could just be like could be the person that cracks and is like, I fucking own this game and we're like did not see that coming. Or she's going to crack and it's going to be like unbridled rage. What's fascinating. There's something hiding in there and I can't tell if it's nefarious or not. So again, age 28, hometown McKinney, Texas. Ocu- uh, current residence in Laurel, Maryland. Shout out Kicks Plus. Occupation investment analyst. Three words to describe her. Jesse, you'll get a kick out of this. Direct, genuine, aggressive. I knew there was an aggression there. I knew it. Yeah. Sorry for shouting, but I knew that there there is something. Yeah, there is something there. She I saw it in the eyes. Direct, in eyes, genuine, and, and aggressive. How old is she? She is twenty eight years old. Aggressive, and, be be aggressive. Investment analyst, investment analyst. All I got is aggressive. Be aggress, be be aggress. Okay. Um, <clears throat> at so, least she owns it. She owns it. That's a good thing. Um, what uh, questions would you like to ask? Uh, I want I want to ask the last question. Why should you be the sole survivor? Why will you be the sole survivor? I lack a lot of the traditional qualities that make a good survivor player. <laughs> terrible start. <laughs> I'm out of shape. Don't terrible start. Don't really like the outdoors, and people can find me off-putting. Which is exactly why they'll never see me coming. I gotta say, terrible way to no. sell yourself. <laughs> I have people. Okay, so I get like if you're out of shape and not athletic and you hate the outdoors, like that. That's like a good alligator thing of like. Ooh yeah. Know. But when she you put in off putting, people pick up on off putting. Like off putting affects your game so much more yeah. than not being good at challenges and stuff like that. The social game is so like, much bigger. Think about Carolyn who like was, people didn't understand her. In a way it was off putting. Yeah. And like so she had to like fight to be like to find the people who understood her and then fought for her. Yeah. Because she was off putting in that like she was a lot for people sometimes mm-hmm. because they didn't understand they they hadn't encountered anyone like her yeah. so like she is you is unique in that aspect of like she like really owned her who she is but because people aren't used to people who are like honest with their emotions yeah uh she had to fight to find like people who understood her who would fight for her so but- that that could become a problem for her the hard part for emily i think is 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 that she seems to acknowledge and know a lot about herself the question is does she have the ability to use that you know for to her advantage i think that's a question self-awareness is nothing if you don't actually have the ability to capitalize on capital yeah so what's another question you want to know about emily flipping i want to know how she feels about alliances. Uh, what will you value an alliance partner? I think that's a great question, actually. Openness. I want to work with someone who wears their heart on their sleeve, who won't leave you guessing as to their emotions or intentions. 
She wants a very open player, which to me also screams that she does not really have the social capabilities to pick up on what people feel, but she rather needs to know how everyone feels. Yeah. Or else she can't be able to do well. Like, a lot of self-awareness, but maybe not, like, social awareness. Yeah. I think people might... I fear that people might see her as useless early on and vote her out, and she's, like, the weak one vote. You know what I mean? Like, I fear that, like, she... She can get far if people just be like, oh, well, we can always vote her out later. You know, we can we have a chance to take out this person now. Maybe she can last. But, but I, f- I think that's how like that's what's gonna happen with Brandon, I feel like. He's gonna get far because people are like, We can vote him out later. And then hopefully by then he's developed enough of a social yeah. network mm-hmm. that he could survive. Yes. This person does not seem like a social butterfly. No. Um, uh, let's move on to the next person. Brandon Brando Meyer. This is Brandon Brando Meyer, maybe named after Lando, like Lando Calrissian. I don't know. Little babe. Little little sweet babe over here. Um, He is 23 years old, a little young, from Oak Park, California. His current residence is in Seattle, Washington. Now, why is he born in California and moved to Seattle? Well, because his occupation is as a software developer. His three words describe him: curious, clever, and motivated. Okay, so maybe like a um, what's his face situation. A what's his, you're right. A what's your face situation. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, uh, a Carson. Carson. The idea, the the classic survivor trope of some a young, nerdy kid that can get far because they're smart and they know how to manipulate but and like, work around people. Or also sense. have social skills. Yeah. Correct. I a mean, lot of people underestimate the nerdy types because they're like, they won't have the social skills. To especially do. a 23-year-old yeah. software developer in Seattle. People that, that are, I feel like out. people are going to underestimate. If he does actually like have a good social game, I feel like people are really going to underestimate the social game because they're going to be like, but he's just a little kid. He's just a nerd. Yeah. Because they did that with Carson, too. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, this season has also seen season 43, which was the... Gabler season. Okay. So, uh, no. Yes. No? Yeah, because that was after the Marianne season. Yes. So, they've obviously seen Marianne, presumably. And, and last they've also season seen, was... Um, uh, Jam Jam. Jam Jam. So, these people have seen the Gabler season, which I think is an interesting season to watch, especially to be, like, under-the-radar people. Uh, so, what are two questions you want to ask? Uh, Brando Meyer. Oh. Ah, life experience. Give me life experience. What's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? When I was 16, I weighed almost 200 pounds and struggled with self-confidence issues. I realized that my situation wouldn't get any better if I didn't do anything about it, so I started running three miles every night. Within a year, I became much more confident and 50 pounds lighter. Wow, what a story. Honestly, that is... He's got commitment, that's for sure. 200 pounds and then presumably a year later well i mean he's been seemingly running every night then and is weighing i don't know 100 100 pounds or something but seemingly can run i think that's very interesting yeah but there's also a lot of like self-motivation there yeah oh 100 percent self-motivated to be able to run three miles every night just be like all right let's do it at 16 years old that's self-motivation that is that's a huge pivotal point to to describe his one of his words. 
Uh, what's another question you want to ask Brando? I feel like I know the answer to misconceptions. I feel like we kind of know the answer to that. Uh, give me accomplishments for 100, please. What is the accomplishment you are most proud of? In 2021, I wrote, illustrated, and published my own children's book. I've always had a passion for writing, and this helped me put this passion to the test. Another, I think, example of a self-motivated person. He is 23 years old. He used to weigh 200 pounds and just decided one day I'm going to run three miles every night and just did it and lost weight over the course of the year. He and he two years ago self published his uh, self published self published his own children's book, um, and now he seemingly graduated college and be moved to Seattle, um, up the West Coast to become a software developer. I think this kid's going places. Um, but that's Brando. I I think I think he's great. I think he's he's solid. I think people will underestimate him immediately. Um, you know, but he is extremely motivated. I think if there, are, if the, anyone had Carson vibes so far, this guy has yeah. Carson vibes for sure. Um, any other thoughts about Brando Beanie? No. All right, moving right along to Hannah Rose. Hannah Rose, who has, I believe, a tattoo of a rose on her shoulder, um, or her or bicep, I guess you could say. She's really in the flowers. Um, Hannah Rose. She's. 33 years old, the oldest contestant we've seen so far, um, from Woodbridge, Connecticut, currently residing in Baltimore City, Maryland. Ah, bomber. She's from Bomber, huh? She go down the ocean and wash herself in the water. Well, she resides On in Tuesday. Baltimore. She's, she's from Connecticut. Ask her if she goes down the ocean. She has a Connecticut so accent. So she's Polish. She's, <laughs> well, she's either Polish or Puerto Rican is really oh, the okay. Connecticut demographics nowadays. It's Connecticut moving to Baltimore. That's probably a... Polish or, uh, yeah. It's probably Polish. Uh, our operation, uh, occupation is a therapist. Uh, three words to describe herself. Enthusiastic, uh, passionate, and authentic. I should probably use pro- te- pronouns because I don't know what the people's pronouns That's are. true. We don't. Um, Let's three, preface with we have no idea. We are making assumptions. And we probably shouldn't be. Three words to describe them. Enthusiastic, passionate, and authentic. So what... What questions do you have for Hannah Rose? Mm. Hannah Rose. Uh, well, I have a lot of questions. Do you go down the ocean, hun? Uh, that was not one of the questions I believe that Survivor yeah. asked. Uh, Entertainment Weekly asked the Survivor contestants. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's just go straight for the big dog number nine, Soul Survivor. For why, 800. Why will you be the sole survivor? I will be the sole survivor because my combination of quick thinking and acute attention to detail will make sure nothing gets by me. Mm. Oh, sorry. I read the wrong one. My apologies. That was for Brando. That was a little... That was a little Brando action there. Okay, I'm running out of speed. Do you need to... You need to my apologies. My apologies. Hannah Rose, <laughs> why will you be the sole survivor? I can read the room or the island... Pick up cues, lay low when I need to, but be cutthroat when the time comes. And I can do it while being as real as possible and bring comedic relief. Jam Jam vibes. I'm thinking Jam Jam vibes right there. Comedic yeah. relief and read the room, pick up cues, I'm and lay, all, lay low. Also thinking uh, high expect self-expectations. Like, let's see how this really plays out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I think um, that's fair. What's uh, What question would you like to ask? Hannah Rose. 
therapist in Baltimore City, Maryland. Let's go with... I'm just curious. Okay. Bonus question later. Uh, actually, no. Because you... Are you reading all these... You get to read all the questions? Or are you only reading the ones that I'm asking? I'm only reading the ones. I've okay. never read this before. So I, you I don't, don't know any get of these people. any additional... I mean, I can look at it and read it if I want, but I'm trying not to. Well, because then you'd have more information than me. And, I, and like I said, I'm trying not to. Okay. Um, who... I need to like... Who... Okay. I think I need to know something practical. Um, let's go with hobbies and pet peeves. Favorite hobbies and pet peeves or favorite hobbies, musical theater, Peloton... Anything to do with my dog, Ralph. Pet peeves. Loud chewing, narcissistic types. Okay. So this is where we're going to get into some potential clashing. A musical theater kid. Narcissistic types. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Her and D. What was it? D? Or who was it? Her and Emily Flippin in the same tribe. I feel like that's not gonna work. That's not yeah. Gonna, that's I feel like work. that's like we might get into some some issues there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. She's a music theater kid, which can be annoying to people. It has a tendency to be annoying to people, but it could be nothing. Well, it's it's really not a matter of musical theater. It's are you a well-adjusted musical theater <laughs> kid? She is thirty-three, so she's presumably as like. Uh, well, actually, I guess we don't know if she's a music theater kid. I was kid, a musical she... theater kid in that I did musical theater in high school, but only for a couple shows. And like, You also did way more sports than you did music theater. That's true. So maybe I wasn't a musical theater kid. I was a kid who did musical theater and had friends in theater. And even yeah. I, yeah. So like, I don't know that I'm well-adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> but That's I... my point. That's my, where I'm going with this. I think Hannah Rose, I think to me, is a, a contender. Uh, a potential contender. I'm going to write down her name on my sheet. Um, you don't get to pick right now. I know. I'm just writing down my sheet. Just okay, to, so, I can okay. go, so when we draft it, I you have get, some picks. Yeah. Now, next person, you may recognize him. This is Bruce Peralt. Hey. And it's Br- little Brucey right there. Big time Brucey right there. Uh, of course, Bruce uh, got knocked his noggin against a, conked in the head. <laughs> against a wood block. Uh, the very first challenge of season 44 of Survivor. Oh, man. Uh, he already was there. They shoot these back to back. And so they just said, you know what, Bruce? Stay, stick around, and we'll just you but know, stick do. around for a month, I guess. Heal up, and then we'll bring you back for the next season of Survivor. So he kicks someone out, <laughs> I guess. Oh, my gosh. Let's learn about Bruce Peralt. He's age 47 years old. He's from West Warwick, Rhode Island. Uh, and he is an insurance agent. And three words describe him, funny, competitive, and energetic. How old was he? He is 47 years old, the oldest contestant uh, so far. Uh, I will say competitive for sure, but like maybe blindly competitive, like oh. dives in head first. Into a wooden block? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Bruce. Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> it's, it's a fact. Dives in head first without it's a looking. Fact. Yeah. Uh, for sure. What do yeah. you want to know about Bruce? We didn't learn anything about Bruce. We didn't Bruce really last learn season. a lot about Bruce. Um, I want to know what love is. 
I wanna know what love is. I wanna uh, know who Bruce is. Inspirations. Let's go with inspirations. Um, inspirations. He doesn't seem to. Ha okay, he doesn't have okay. that. One. Okay. Well. He has less questions than everybody else. Uh, how rude. Uh, let's go with. Accomplishments. Oh, actually, he does have inspirations. My apologies. And he does Kill have accomplishments. Do you want both? I can give you inspirations and accomplishments. Let's start with one. Let's go with inspirations first. Which previous player do you identify with the most who you think you play most like? That's not the question I was asking. I thought it was inspirations, right? That's what no, I wrote down? No, that's previous player identity. That's the third question. Okay, then he doesn't have inspiration. So accomplishments. What is the accomplishment you're most proud of raising two awesome kids with my amazing wife? I mean, that's cute, but that's not helpful, man. And I don't know what your kids are like. It could yeah. be, they could be monsters. They could be little sweetums. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got nothing from that, Bruce. I got nothing. Uh, except that he's a dad. But except that he's a dad. That could just mean uh, bad jokes and fanny packs. Um, and by bad jokes, I mean I thoroughly enjoy dad jokes. Of course, so. of course, of course. We all know this. Uh, so what's another question you want to ask Bruce? Something a little more telling. Um, he did say three words to describe himself. He did say funny. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he is a straight up dad humorist. Um, let's go with hobbies and pet peeves. All right. So he doesn't have his pet peeves. He only has hobbies. Okay. Then I don't want it. Okay. All right. My apologies. <laughs> uh yeah, I guess they ask them different questions every from season to season, and maybe they just re reuse something. I don't uh, know. What about uh, why Survivor? Uh, why do you want to be a part of Survivor? I love this game. This is something that I need a chance to play. I lost the chance and now have it back. The construct of this game is a microcosm of our everyday life. I want to be a part of Survivor because Survivor is my life. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, the biggest what if about season 44 is what if he was on Tika's team for the most part? What would have changed for the Tika tribe if he did not bonk his head? Uh, moving on to the next person. Okay. We have Janani Krishnan Ja or her stage name, Jay Maya. Again, I apologize if I'm butchering these names, but... The best I can. So this is Jay Maya. That's her stage name. Why does she have a stage name? Well, because she's a 24-year-old singer uh, born in San Francisco, moved to Los Angeles, California. Her three words describe her are ambitious, optimistic, and creative. Um, if you're a singer, you got to be creative. <laughs> I think that's a, a fair thing. Um, all right. So what do you want to know about Jay Maya? Uh, misconceptions. Misconceptions. What is something they will never know from looking at you? You probably wouldn't be able to tell them the youngest international pun champion. Hold on. You probably wouldn't be able to tell I'm the youngest international pun championships award winner in history. Pun? Pun. P-U-N? Yes. She makes puns. And she has a championship title to prove it. Didn't know that thing exists. Now I have to. I have to go. <laughs> I have to leave. I have something to do. Um, 
<laughs> I have important meetings to attend. Uh, what's another question you want to know about Jay Maya? Why Survivor? Question number one. Why do you want to be a part of Survivor? Growing up as a kid who always had her head in an adventure novel, I've always dreamed of getting to embark on an epic quest of my own someday. The first time I watched Survivor, I knew that this was the quest I've been waiting for. I've always looked up to the people who played this game. They're risk takers, strong leaders who think on their feet, feet and adapt quickly to obstacles. They embody the qualities I strive to have in my life. Having an opportunity to play this game is not one I take lightly. They say this game changes and challenges you, and I'm ready to be challenged. What is your name? What, what is your quest? quest? What is your favorite color they did not ask him uh what her favorite color is so i apologize but yeah so that is jay maya thoughts on jay maya and i didn't really get a lot i didn't really can i see the picture again Mm-hmm. this is jay maya fine yeah i, I think fine uh i don't i don't get any other reads like you said i don't really get any no. reads from her no no secretly tenacious eyes no secretly you know, like the last girl. Uh, She's taking this seriously is what I get from that. And, yeah, uh, and this could go two ways. Could it be that she overthinks her game because she's taking it seriously? Or is she just like, I'm going to go for it? If she's on the same tribe as Bruce, those puns flying off the oh shelf. Oh my gosh, I hope so. I hope for the love of all that is punny. I hope so. I hope they, in the first challenge, they give Bruce a helmet. Moving on to the next person. <laughs> Moving on to the next person. This is Drew Basile. Nobody Basile? will know. Drew Basile. Nobody will know why he has a helmet because they haven't watched it yet. Uh, they just signal him out. So this is Drew Basile. Basile, uh, age twenty-three, from uh, originally from Birmingham, Mississippi. Birmingham, uh, Mississippi, not Birmingham, Alabama. No, there's MI is what it says. Oh. Uh, current residence, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He's a grad student. Uh, three words to describe himself. Smart, witty, and dynamic. Smart, witty, and dynamic. What questions do you want to know about Drew? Hobbies and pet peeves. Favorite hobbies, playing Scrabble, writing, and trivia. Oh, boy. He loves doing trivia because he's smart. Um, pet peeves, the oh my god autocorrect. Do you know what that autocorrect is? The oh my god autocorrect. No. No idea either. I have no clue what he's talking about. And now I'm going to, does my phone here? Yeah, my phone's here. Like, you mean if it corrects to like all three spaces and you can't do it all as one word? Well, he wrote the O-H space M-Y space God. I think probably because when you say, oh my God, it's always one word. I just wrote, oh my God, and I got no autocorrect. So I don't really know what he's talking about. I don't know what's happening. Did you try to write it all as one word? No. Why would I write that all as one word? Because that's how you say it. Okay. No one comments on this, on this podcast. Uh, When you type out, oh my God. Do you type out... Because no one says, oh my god, anymore. That's so 2003. This is... <laughs> and you're so 3000 and you're late. You're so 3000 and late. Uh, now it's, oh my god. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like, it's one word. I mean, and I, when you type it, it spaces it out. And you're like, no, that's not what I meant. 
Well, I just typed did it both ways and it didn't space out. It didn't autocorrect anything. So I don't well, really know what he's really talking about. Fart in your butt and, and call, call you a biscuit. biscuit. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? One more question about Drew. Life experience. Life experience. What's one life experience you feel is prepared for the game? During the pandemic, I moved to Philadelphia on my own and worked at a call center. This gave me practical sales experience that I think a lot of people my age don't have. You have to make a connection in the first 10 seconds or you are out of luck. All right. All right. I think that's valuable. But like he said, first 10 seconds, how are you after that? Yeah. What's the longevity in your game there? Yes. Bruh. He's smart, but I don't necessarily get a sense of what the longevity of his game is going to entail. Uh, He can possibly make a good connection up front, but a long-term plan I'm unsure about. I'm unsure about. Moving right along to the next person, we have Julie Alley. You can walk down these back streets, and you'll come across Julie Alley. Who does she look like? She looks like what's-her-face. Um, Zoom in on her face. Shit. What's, what's her name? I'll come up with it. In one of these episodes, I will... I like at you, know, first, you know the um, energy vampire from What We Do in the Shadows? Colin Robinson? Yeah. Oh. She kind of looks like Colin Robinson. But like with a prettier smile. Prettier smile for sure. Beautiful oh. hair. Unlike Colin Robinson. Oh no. Now I have to. Because I've been writing some notes of like. So I can remember who people are. Yeah. Um, Colin Robinson. Julie's getting a Colin Robinson. Hopefully she doesn't act like Colin Robinson. She's 49 years old. She's from Brentwood, Tennessee. She's an estate attorney. Uh, three words to describe herself. Hardworking, loyal, and smart. What do you want to know about Julie? What's Julie do for fun? Because sometimes their picture and their self-description and their and their occupation gives me nothing. So you're asking for favorite hobbies and yeah. peppies? Favorite hobby, baking cupcakes and cakes, jogging with my black lab Leo, pet peeves, hair left in hairbrushes, uh, other people slurping coffee. So she has sort of like a manners pet peeve, like a courteous sort of. She is annoyed by a lack of courteousness. Um, That's what I pick up from her pet peeve. I have a feeling that people are not going to take take too kindly to to this. Uh, what's another question you have about uh, Julie Alley? What is the inspirations question? What is that again? Who in your life is your biggest inspiration and why? Yeah, let's go with that. She says, my mom. I knew it. In my head, I'm like, she's going to say her mom. When I was in the divorce attorney's office at 39 and called my mom to tell her I was going to be an attorney, she replied with, yes, you are. Just like that, no questions, only confidence. She went back to nursing school when she was 45 and is still a research nurse at 78. My mom challenges, quote, the norm and inspires me to say yes to challenges. I mean, like, I get it, but I really, I knew that was coming. She loves her mom. She loves her mom. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong about it. You love your mom. I do love my mama. She's my mama. Yeah. My mama. You're my mama. My mama. My mama. Boop, boop, Doo-doo-doo-doo. Julie, Mama, Julie seems fine. Julie seems fine. fine. Is yeah. she winner potential? I don't really know. Uh, no, I think she'll... Here's the thing. 
She's and this is an unfortunate thing that happens with usually women over 40 on this show. She's reaching 50. They get thrust into the mom role. Yeah. And then they get annoyed by them and then they vote them out. Also, not a good... If they're losing a lot, they'll easily vote her out. Right. This happens like every season. Especially like... It's like the mom figure who loses a lot. Mm-hmm. Or who cries at least once. Mm-hmm. If you cry at least once and you're in the mom role, which is, again, not chosen, but you are thrust into it by just how people societal, act around you. Societal standards. Yeah, and yeah. how people perceive you. Uh, and then if you cry at least once, then they're like, oh, we can't deal with this anymore. Um, so unfortunately for Julie, I have a feeling that might be the role she is Duh. thrust into. And maybe, who knows, maybe she could be one to be like, I'm going to make that work for me. And so this is where people put me, and this is how I'm going to use that to my advantage. And so, I don't know. But it it is like a, a thing, something women over 40 in this game get shackled with pretty quickly. And also just like kind of women in general. Yeah, but especially if you're like one of the older women in the group. Agreed. Next person, Jake O'Kane. Jake O'Kane. Jake O'Kane. Jake O'Kane. He is 26 years old from Hanson, Massachusetts, currently resides in Boston. He is an attorney, a young, very young attorney. Three words to describe uh, them, boisterous, wily, persistent. So annoying. Good vocab. I know, but so annoying. <laughs> like boisterous. That's, and persistent. Yeah, it was a little annoying there. You're going to... Yeah, I feel like... Not necessarily that they are annoying, but that's definitely going to be an indicator pretty quickly of are people going to find you annoying or not. I agree. I agree. What are some questions that you would like to ask about Jack O'Kane? It's like Michael Kane, but Jack O'Kane. I'm tired of picking questions. Um, That is your only job here. No, I've got to write a whole novel <laughs> in a tiny you. little space because I didn't give myself enough room. No, my apologies. Not your fault. I'm the dumbass who did it. Jackal Sorry Kane. for my cursing. Sorry, Mom. Um, Jackal Kane. Can you quit it? <laughs> Qu- quit what? Jackal quit Kane. It. Quit it. I lost it. I lost it. Good. What do you want to know? I don't know. I want to know... Number nine, soul survivor. Why will you be the sole survivor? I will be the sole survivor because no one wants it more than me and no one is going to work harder than me to achieve it. I'm a people person with the intelligence to use my social skills to navigate through the game. Something about that answer tells me not as many social skills as you think. Eh, he is an attorney. It's, there's nothing I can really persistent. pinpoint, but like... Then do you, is there a question that you think will get you more knowledge base about his personable skills, his social skills? I think I hate to keep using it. I, it's either going to be life experience or pet peeves. But, like, the pet peeves really does give me a lot of information. Um, let's go with... I hate to keep using it, I, but hobbies and pet peeves. Favorite hobbies? Theater, Dungeons & Dragons, working out. That's a good this range. This gave me a lot more than I thought it would. That's a great range. Theater, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons, and Working Out. Okay. That's a solid range. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. Motorcycles. <laughs> Interesting. People who take themselves too seriously and people who won't hear out new ideas. Mm, okay. 
So a little a more, for him. right? But like a little, I think different di- direction than I thought this was going. To be yeah. honest, yeah, I thought um, this is someone who definitely steamrolls. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't. He now he doesn't really give off that vibe. It seems like he doesn't necessarily steamroll. It's just he wants to make sure they get to their his goal. Yeah. Um, but he is willing to collaborate through okay. via Dungeons and Dragons, via not liking people who hate new ideas or won't listen to new the ideas. The motorcycles is really specific. It's very specific. There was there was something that happened there. Motorcycles killed his parents, a la Batman. That you can't joke about that. That might have actually been the reason. Jack O'Kane. Okay, no. <laughs> Moving on to the next Moving person. Moving on. Uh you asked two questions there, right? Uh yes. Yeah. Um Next person, uh, my apologies again, Katora Tops. Katora Tops. Katora? Katora? Okay. Tops. Katora. How do you spell? K A T U R A H. Two P's in the tops? Yes, double P's in the tops. Okay. Double P's in the tops. Can I see you one more? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Katora Tops. She looks good. She has the kind of face that's like, I'm very nice, but also don't mess with me. Yeah. Because I'm not, it's not the like unbridled rage from the other one. This is like a, uh, you're not persistent, but there's a word for like firm. There's a word. Firm, firm I think is good. Look, there's a word I'm looking for, but I, that's what I get from, from I think, her eyes. I think you'll get it. Age 33 years old. Hometown, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Currently resides in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. She is a civil rights attorney. Okay. She, three words to describe herself, calculating, determined, and unexpected. Determined. That's the word I was looking for. She's very determined. Civil rights attorney, you have to be very uh, determined, Uh, especially growing up in St. Louis, Missouri, and then moving to Brooklyn. Um, Okay. Give me the adjectives again. Calculating, determined, and unexpected. Um, that's an interesting... Unexpected's an interesting one. That yeah. could go one of two ways. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, she seems like someone that uh, is very impassioned, probably, I imagine, by what they do and is very determined to help people. Uh, I think that's very commendable. Uh, what are two questions you'd like to ask... Uh, Katora Tops. Why Survivor? Why do you want to be part of Survivor? To remind myself of the power that the brave and multidimensional women inside of me holds. And also because I firmly believe that doing things that scare the crap out of you is truly living. All right. All right. I like that answer. A little self-serious, but I think that's fine. Uh, and a little, and a little funny, and a little like uh, a little self serious, but also willing to like sort of be like, yeah, I know I'm gonna get scared from doing this, but that's okay. I'm, I, yeah. I think that's all part of the process. Uh, she's ready for anything. That's uh, my read off of that. Uh, what's another question? Alliances. What will you value in your alliance partner? Loyalty, 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 uh, loyalty so unrelenting that it's illogical. Loyalty so unrelenting that. that is illogical. So here's my thought on this. Is that I like her determination. I think that though something that we might run into 
is, is it short-sighted to expect loyalty of your, so much loyalty of your alliances that you are also locked into that same, like, thing? Like, will she be unwilling to make hard moves? Mm-hmm. Kind of like how, was it Mike? Yeah, Mike had said a he of that. was that way, and then near the end of the game, he kind of wasn't. But like, is that gonna come back to bite her in the butt? Of like, I expect this much loyalty of my alliances, and I'm unwilling to make hard decisions. But I mean, the two don't necessarily have to be. I get what you're saying. Contradictory, but like that could. There's gonna be a gray area, and what, what will. Katara do in the gray area is the concern of like how how loyal will she be when her alliance member is the one that should be voted out yeah or like whenever you get to that gray area of like yeah you want to be loyal but you also got to play your own game like how will she handle that is going to be a an interesting thing to see great uh the next person up is Caleb Gabriwold Gabriwold Caleb Gabberwold. Oh, I love the pants. I love the pants too. Those are some awesome pants. Those are fantastic okay. pants to bring Survivor. This is Caleb Grebwold. Grebwold. Things are gonna. You're gonna be so enlightened when when people actually say their last names out loud. His last Wait, name. I actually was like a, just looking at the last name. I didn't actually really look. At his the last name looks like a Star Wars character. Sounds like a Star. Does Wars Does sound character. like a Star Wars. Caleb Grebwold. Okay, I'm getting like a little bit laid back. Maybe too laid back. We'll find out. He is 29 years old from Vancouver, Canada. He's, uh, his occupation is a software, software salesman. Uh, he describes himself as charismatic, opportunistic, golden retriever. Oh, no. It's going to get heartbroken. Yeah. Well, do you know golden It's funny you say that. Golden retrievers notoriously have heart problems. Yeah. My, well, I had a dog that died from oh, okay. uh, cancer in the heart. Anyway, that's sad to bring up. <laughs> that's um, fine. We're all good. That was three dogs ago. Um, what are some questions you want to ask Caleb? Alliances. Um, bu- 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 uh, what will you value an alliance partner? Someone who can control their emotions and has relationships and can gather information from other members of the tribe so we can build the most complete picture possible. That's someone who literally can, the game. Someone can control their, relation, their emotions and has relationships and can gather information so we can figure things out. He's a helper. Yeah. He's a helper. He's a, like, put the picture together, but not necessarily gathering all the pieces type person, it seems like. Yes, yes. Mm. He works from afar, which could be bad, good, could be bad. If if you're if you don't have any relationships, then that's bad. Um, but he's a golden retriever, so he's lovable in theory. Um, I, mean, I love those pants. That starts. That's a good start. Uh, what's another question you want to ask Caleb? Um, Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K. I haven't asked this one yet. Uh, previous player identity. Which previous player uh, do you identify with the most? Uh, I can see why you might not ask this because because I don't like, always know who they are. Yes, yeah, so you've how many? Se- we don't really talk about this. How many seasons of Survivor have you seen? Three. Yes, four? three. 
the Marianne Gabler. This is your fourth season. Yeah. Marianne Gabler. And then so Ginger. should I not ask this question? Probably not. Did you already read it though? Uh, I love to say Tony, but out of spe- out of respect, I won't. I don't know who Who's Tony, Tony is. is? No okay. idea. No idea. So that doesn't help either. Can I ask a third question? Yes. Okay. Um, well, this will be your first questions because you have not asked your question yet. I have. Yeah, I asked. The oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, we asked about alliances. Let's say. Hmm. Misconceptions. What is something? Uh, what is something we would never know from looking at you? Uh, I've worked remotely since 2017 and have lived in 27 countries. Fiji will be my 28th. So he's worldly. He's a worldly man. Which, like... Well-educated. Could mean that, like, he's good at adapting to to new situations. Mm -hmm. That doesn't always mean adapting socially, though. True. Yeah. Working remotely is not really... Working remote, you don't really go outside that often. You know? Well, I mean, in a traditional, like... You sit in an office job, but like some people work remote and they like sit on the beach and do their work in another country or whatever, you know? Yeah, he's a software so, salesman, so I don't really know how that would work. So, like, I assume he's making calls. Yeah, that tells me that like he's adaptable, but that doesn't necessarily tell me if he's sociable or not. Yeah, I did not get any sort of reads on sociability with yeah. Caleb. Okay. Um, moving on to the next person, uh, Kelly Nalbandian. Kelly Nalbandian. Again, I apologize for probably butchering these names. Kelly Nalbandian. When do you need that savings bond? Nalbandian. Is that anything? Kelly Studying with, hard. Yes. Kelly. K-E-L-L-I-E. Okay. Wild way to spell it. Um, she is 30 years old from Weston, Connecticut, currently residing in New York, New York. She's a critical care nurse, and she describes herself as scrappy, deliberate, and intuitive. Interesting, interesting. A scrabby do type. Um, how old is she? 30 years old. She's 30. A critical care nurse, so shout out to her. Scrappy, deliberate, and intuitive. Okay. Hobbies and pet peeves. Uh, favorite hobbies, uh, playing acoustic guitar, watching slash playing soccer, and taking board games way too seriously. My kind of guy. Pet peeves. Because <laughs> that's my hobbies. <laughs> yes. Uh, essentially. Uh, pet peeves, inefficiency, and know-it-alls. Okay, what she, was pet peeves? She is annoyed by inefficiency and know-it-alls. Okay, so what that tells me... Okay, so like that, okay, I have a lot of thoughts because a lot of people who like claim to to hate inefficiency end up becoming know-it-alls because they're so annoyed with how other people are doing things that they take over. And I say this as someone who has been called a know-it-all because my bigger pet peeve is inefficiency and things being done in the worst way possible and like there's been a lot of growth to try and let people do things their own way and it doesn't have to be the right way. But but let me tell you 
that like the two go hand in hand. Like, are you calling out people for being know-it-alls? But like, are you secretly also a know-it-all? Because inefficiency drives you up a wall. And in following that goal, you end up becoming a know-it-all because you won't let people do things. So like, I can just see this in a group setting of like trying to come up with a plan for like who to vote out and like it backfiring because Kelly's so annoyed with how the situation is playing out. That that really is interesting knowing that stuff and also knowing that she's super into board games. And taking board games way too seriously. Uh, and taking board games way too seriously. Like co-op there's a lot of cooperative board games, so this idea of like of someone slacking, like yeah. annoying her or something. Um But like and that that coupled with the pet peeve of inefficiency is like you clearly are a type of person and again i feel like i identify with this and i don't feel like i like that i identify with this who like they like identifies a way that things should quote unquote be done and can't let go if they're not done that way yeah yeah I, I, and it's in the name of if, if inefficiency you're playing by the rules or whatever but it's like sometimes things also work out in other ways i don't know it's a, it's something i've had to grow with a lot and so like seeing yeah. it's just i can't get get over those two peppies back to back because you probably are also a know-it-all if the first one bothers you so much anyway this first one seemed to bother you a lot Bean. well because i'm like I know that I've been called out for being a know-it-all and I don't think I'm a know-it-all. I just think that I get really bothered by inefficient things. And then I'm like, Oh, but then I take over sounds, and I become a know-it-all. It sounds like you know it all about know-it-alls. I know what I know it all about know-it-alls. <laughs> What's another question you want to ask? Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I am stalling because I feel like that gave me a lot of information. However, Let's go with inspirations. Who in your life is your biggest inspiration and why? My fiance, Gabrielle. Uh, she has persevered through difficult times against the odds and became not only successful, but through everything, been the most genuine, generous, empathetic individual who brings everyone together. Okay, so I feel like this question is going to get me nowhere for the most part. Because it's all just like cute and nice. Like this is the person that inspired me. It's a great question. But it doesn't give me a lot of insight other than, like, I can identify a person that I think is a good person. Well, uh, she. what we learned from this question is that she is someone from the LGBTQ community, which is someone that has to go through their own challenges and own hardships just being a part of that community, especially nowadays. So, if anything, I think we learned, like, she there's some resilience there yeah she has a little bit of that um a a, a weirdly sort of natural resilience i guess you could say um to i don't know bigotry i guess would be the biggest thing uh people that don't like her she she probably has a way to figure out how to work around people that don't necessarily like her and she also says she's a critical carer so there's probably a lot of people that uh scream at her and yell at her to f off and stuff uh, while they're while they have like a piece of glass in their tummy or something, I don't know. So so she certainly is like resilient, or she's certainly able thick to thick skinned, probably thick skinned. I think is a good word as well. Not to necessarily label that as her. I don't necessarily know if that's the case, 
I mean, with none of this, we know for sure. We're making, again, broad assumptions broad assumptions based on a picture and some answers to questions. So we could be wrong on all this. Yes. My, we are I'm, not claiming that I'm not these claiming are people's actual personality types or how they will actually act. We're just, we're making assumptions. Making assumptions based off of traditional, you know, sort of things. For the goal of building our team. So not necessarily to, to make a judgment. We mm-hmm. are judging, but for the goal of making our team. Uh, anyway, how many more people do we have? Uh, uh, we're almost done. Uh, we have Nicholas Sifu Alsup. Nicholas, his nickname is Sifu Alsup. Does he like seafood? Sifu? Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to find out. Nicholas Sifu Alsup. Looks like a big dude. Nice little like sort of like uh, mohawk kind of thing happening. Well, like a fro hawk kind of thing. He has like okay. I'm looking at everyone's face and then also how they're standing. Like there's Seafood. definitely like the stance is like it's a power stance. A power stance, but his face says like I might be an introvert. Hmm? Just the way that like it's the soft eyes. It's the soft, soft eyes. eyes. So he is 30 years old from O'Fallon, Illinois. He is a gym owner. Uh, and he described himself as outgoing, loving, wow. and empowering. So not an introvert. Okay. Well, not necessarily. You can have outgoing introverts. But. True. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, okay. that's that's what we got from him so far. So what do you want? What more do you want to know about Sifu? Misconceptions. Misconceptions. Are you gonna do that every time? Have I done it every time? Uh, what is something we would never know from looking at you? I love Dragon Ball Z. I knew that from I, I, looking at you. I could have guessed you were I, an anime seafood. I was no definitely going to say. And not like deeply into anime, like a very, you know, one of the most popular anime. Yeah, because he would have said anime. He's not like, I'm into the figure skating anime. or No, it's I'm into Dragon Ball Z. So like entry level. Anime. Are we mocking him for his anime? No, no, no. Well, we're mocking him for. Uh, no, not even. Just that we're just confirming that light anime fan. Sure. Because I feel like you would have said anime. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not a WWE fan. I'm a wrestling fan. So I just tell people I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah, exactly. I don't watch exactly. WWE. I, I, I'm a wrestling fan. Right. Um, but even if you did watch WWE, you watch enough different wrestling to say i'm a wrestling fan not a wwe fan true 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 what's another question you want to know about seafood oh tell me number nine why would you be the sole survivor because i got nothing right now because i will be undeniably undeniably myself i will be unwavering in my pursuit i am willing to suffer i am willing to do whatever it takes i am the sole survivor okay so like that to me is like, yeah, that's a good argument for when you get to the final three. Like that would help, I think, because a lot of times like being yourself and unwavering that and like still making it that far has like been a good like argument. Yeah. But like is that enough to get you to the final three not necessarily you got to have a couple other things going for you well he is a gym owner so this idea of someone that is he could be a challenge beast for all we know 
He is leaf athletic and strong. The like there's there's something going for the fact that I think that there's probably a couple other Dragon Ball Z fans in this cast so far. There's the board game girl, the last girl Kelly. Yeah. She seems nerdy. There's the D and D guy. There's the D&D Not to guy. like group nerds together. Nerds, but like there's, there's all those nerds. other people. We that... have friends who are nerds. There's a lot of overlap. There's also the people that straight up look like nerds from yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of overlap in interest there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nerd culture, especially Dragon Ball Z, has sort of become pop culture to yeah. some extent. So is it like a poser? He's a poser. He's a poser nerd. Uh, all right, moving on to the next question. Next person, Kendra McQuarrie. Kendra McQuarrie. That is Kendra McQuarrie. Uh, oh, girl, you're getting voted out pretty quickly. Well, I don't think so. She looks fit. No, she looks fit, but she, I don't know. I think it's just because she reminds me of some character in a movie that I'm thinking of. And I can't put my finger on it. Mickey Mouse? No. Donald but they just. Goofy. Okay. I'm not going to pass my judgment until I, um, until I hear more. Gorsh. Uh, age 31. She's from Haverhill, Massachusetts. Currently resides in Steamboat Springs. Speaking of Mickey Mouse. Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Uh, her occupation, she's a bartender. Three words to describe themselves. Outgoing, determined, and enthusiastic. Okay. Hobbies and pet peeves. Um, she loves hiking, rollerblading, studying astrology. There's that's there a, it that's, is. that's a good reader right there. There it is. Uh, reading, camping, cooking for friends, cooking for friends. Uh, and listening to music. There's a lot you get okay. from someone. Uh, you can you can really figure out the type of person that studies astrology. Um, There's always specific type of people. She also, it looks like based on her picture, has a tattoo of a, a phrase on the inner of her left foot. Can't see what it see, says. But uh, she has tattoos and one of them is on the inner left foot. What are the pet peeves? This is going to be the what swings <clears throat> me one way or the other with with uh, with certain Kendra. details. Yeah. Uh, pet peeves: people who chew with their mouths open, snoring, not saying please and thank you, and when people ask me the meaning of my tattoos. Okay, all right, I don't like that one. You can't say you're into studying astrology, which is all about finding meaning in the stars. And then be upset when people ask you the meaning of your tattoos. So this for me is confirming what my initial reaction was of there feels like this energy of, I don't know the right words for it, but, and this, and I could be totally wrong. A lack of certain self-awareness. Uh-huh. Overly aware of everything else. There's, there's like, okay. So all of these oblivious, things combined. Like oblivious to herself. A little bit. That all these things combined remind And I'm basing this all of, like, people I know who have similar traits. So, like, this could all be wrong. Sure. Because the data points are very small. Like, there's, like, you know, it's the uh, couple people. Yeah. So like, the data points are, there's not enough data to confirm that this is actually what's going to be the case. But in my experience with people that have similar personality traits that I am picking up on, 
similar occupation, similar hobbies. It's like it goes one of two ways of like a very chatty but laid back person Mm -hmm. or someone who's overcompensating for a lot of things. And so they're very uh, hyper vigilant about being aware of everyone else, but they're oblivious to themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So it could go one of two ways. And I'm leaning toward the second one. Right. Uh, there does have to be a level of if they're a successful bartender, a level of sociability there because you're basically like yeah. that's how you have to make money. That's yeah. Um, What's another question you want to ask about her? Alliances. What will you value in alliance partner? Loyalty. I would love to find two people to go all the way to the end with. Also, I will definitely value someone who is relaxed and grounded to help balance me out. So she is the aware opposite. that she's not relaxed and grounded, she which is. is how I had a feeling. Yes. She is the opposite, seemingly, of relaxed and grounded. Yeah. I mean, so the reason I ask this question is because I need to find out, like, are they unreasonable? Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, this is a pretty reasonable, like, I feel like knowing... That you need someone to balance you out is good. Uh, loyalty, obviously, everyone wants a loyal alliance. So every almost everybody we've asked that question has said loyalty. I'm like, okay, great. That's kind of what you're hoping for in alliance. But no one's truly ever loyal. It's a game. F- it's all about you. What am I looking for an alliance member? Someone who is willing to stab me in the back. Yeah, interesting. It's kind of understood that like there's a, some level of loyalty there. Uh. It's just how reasonable are you that people are only loyal to you or like whatever. But I, what, who, what this, would, what this person would, doesn't seem to be harping on the fact that loyalty is the biggest thing, which means like you're probably reasonable about how this game actually goes. That's uh, that's really why I was asking that my question. My answer to that question, unbliviously loyal. Blindly <laughs> loyal. A golden retriever. Oh, we've got a golden retriever somewhere in this cast. Who was uh-huh. that? Uh, that was... Not Sifu. That was Caleb. Oh, yeah. We got a little gold retriever for you. There we go. That works out well. Last two. Sean Edwards. This is Sean Edwards. Sean Edwards. Normal looking dude. Sean Ed. Sean Eddie. Uh, Sean Edwards is 35 years old from Lawrence, New Jersey. He currently resides in Provo, Orem, Utah. He is a school principal. That's an interesting job. Um, he completely did not understand the category of three words to describe yourself because they said connection seeker, ambitiously uh, minded. And they're all hyphenates. No. Connection seeker, ambitiously minded, and magnetic energy. One of those is hyphenated. The rest aren't. So you can at best argue so another, five words. Another loophole finder or doesn't read directions. I mean, five is real bad. <laughs> We've arguably well, one six. of them is hyphenated. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's five, arguably six. That's a, a rough, rough time. Um, yes, that is Sean Edwards. What are two questions you would like to ask Shawnee Baby? I want to know what your pet peeves are, man. This is, this is the greatest question, I think, because it really tells you a lot. Favorite hobbies and pet peeves. Favorite hobbies. My husband, Matt, is a great cook. Your favorite hobby? That's your favorite hop. My favorite thing to do is eat his food. I was going to say, is your favorite hobby eating? <laughs> yep. My favorite thing to do is eat my husband, Matt's food. 
while spending quality time with him and watching seasons of Survivor. Okay. I I also love a good game night with my cousins. Okay. Okay. Gonna link up with that other girl, Kelly. Yeah. Okay. Pet peeves. Give them to me. Pet peeves. People who are arrogant and think they are better than others. You're gonna encounter that in this game. I can already, like, I don't know who it is yet, but there's going to be one person at least. Yeah, there's no one that's really... I feel like there was one person that read sort of arrogant. Uh, But there hasn't really anyone that's, like, distinctly that way. Um, What is another question you would like to ask Sean Edwards? Life experience. What's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? As a gay man, overcoming social stigma and religious expectations helped me to develop mental grit tenacity and resilience which is absolutely necessary for survivor so sort of backing up what i said before about people inside the lgbtq community um but an interesting one as well is uh overcoming social stigma but also religious expectations that's an interesting thing um don't know about what i mean he is residing in utah i guess i can make a guess but not from utah but not from utah he's from new jersey originally but i mean there could be like you know familial like religious expectations or even if he identifies with a religion that like there's an expectation there like i know a lot of people in the lgbt community who are like practicing jewish or practicing catholic and Mm -hmm. it's like reconciling growing up in that faith and also like still being a part of that community but not being fully accepted by them which like not saying that every catholic community or every jewish community doesn't accept you but like there are communities that like you know there are things that you have to navigate when you know, if I'm no longer a practicing Catholic, am I a game time Catholic? It's a little funny joke. Funny. You're fired. Funny You're joke. Fired. Uh, all right, next person, last person here. Uh, we have Sabia Broderick. Sabia Broderick. I can't see. You keep tilting Sorry, it. And then... I'm also trying to look at the pictures okay, of them. Okay, well, like show it and then you look at it, right, or you look right, at it right, and then show all right, it. Hey, Beanie Baby. Uh, Sabia Broderick. Okay. It looks like she's wearing a set of pajamas. But they're cool-ass pajamas. She could be a pajampion, which is, of course, a pajama champion. Pajampion. No, I like the first one. Pajampion? Pajampion. Yeah. Pajampion. How do you spell that? I got it. Never mind. You're writing down pajampion? Yeah, I gotta have like an identifier so I remember who people are. That's fair. So she is 28 years old, born in Locust Grove, Georgia. Uh, currently resides in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Her occupation is that she's a truck driver. Did not expect that one coming. Uh, three words to describe themselves resilient, vibrant, and proud. Fully, fully did not expect truck driver. Also, I'm now I'm really looking at, at uh, Sabia truck driver look at those look at them guns look at those arms like i know i know the southern states love their guns but hot damn she's got (laughs) two right there (sighs) god damn sabia are are they registered (laughs) (laughs) uh i will we'll find out i guess uh so what are two questions you have for sabia last two questions of the show (sighs) and then i have to make decisions 
Um, alliances. Alliances. What will you value in an alliance partner? A chameleon. I need adaptability and a level of secrecy. Trust is a given, but I like to align with the least suspected but most sensible. Mm. That's a fantastic answer. That's the most specific answer we've gotten so far for that question, and I think that's the most reasonable answer. Of like, yes, you need a loyal person. It's like not what is. I feel like everybody has been answering what is an alliance to you, but Sabia's like, no, this is the type of person I'm looking to align myself with. Yeah, there's a specificity there. Yes, that like is very important because I mean you can find anyone to pretend to be loyal mm-hmm. but no like Sabia's looking for a specific type of person now and I think that is a good a good answer for that question that's also an interesting uh dark side to that is a chameleon can also be lying to her um which is but the of obviously the first stage of it is trust and then a chameleon after that right so so that's an interesting but like also the fact that she said I'm looking for what was it the last part Trust is a given, but I like to align with the least suspected, but most sensible. Least suspected, most sensible. That's an interesting one right there. And that, again, that's going to lead her to find an alliance, I think, more quickly than some other people. Or a lasting alliance, because, again, there's a specific goal of, like, who, what kind of person are you looking for? Yeah. Not, like... Someone to be loyal because anyone will pretend to be loyal to you mm-hmm. to make an alliance. Yeah, first day everyone's like, "Hey, what's your personality work, let's work type?" Together. Yeah, you need to know what kind of person you're looking for. Uh, what's another question? Last question for Sabia. Sorry, that's like saying, "Who? Are you, what are you looking for in a relationship? Someone who will love me for who I am." But that's like okay. Well, that's a given. What kind of other things are you? That's looking That's such for? a settling answer. Yeah. Well, that's like such a broad net. It's like, okay, well, supposedly the person that you end up with, if you end up with a person, would love you for who you are. Are you looking for someone who's, like, more outgoing, that'll get you out of your shell a little bit? Are you looking for someone who has similar hobbies as you? Like, that was more specific. I just, I like this answer. You want a a real-life example between you and I, Bean, Uh is that what I've said always growing up is that I wanted a fun-fetty birthday cake for my wedding. And when I was asked, specifically by my mother, uh, why, who, what kind of girl would I, would I need to be able to find? No woman's going to want that to ruin her wedding cake like that. And my response to always that, to give it level of specificity about my a future wife relationship, is uh, I think the person I marry is sa- the same person would also find that fun. And Jesse, you and I are scheduled to be married uh, this November. What fifty-two days? Fifty-two days. What is our wedding cake? Well, I mean, to be fair, we haven't secured it yet. That's fair. Uh, but it's a funfetti cake. Yeah. Yeah. Because why I, not? And when I told that to you, you thought it was fun. I didn't even have to give my reason for it. Like, um, but you. Because why not? Yeah, I think it's fun. It's funfetti, obviously. Mm-hmm. We still have one more question, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we do. Accomplishments. All right. I'm glad you asked this question because I, you know, I see words every once in a while uh, skimming. What is the accomplishment you're most proud of? Really, you got two. Serving my country. All right. Layers unfolding. Who is this person? Sabia. Uh, And then helping my dad vacation to Africa, which was his dream. So uh, fulfilling a dream that her father had. 
and also serving her country. Um, I'll, I'll give you this little hint in here as well to just give that answer because I see it all the time pop up in here. She was a, a Marine. Okay. Oh, you were wow. a Marine in the United States Marine Corps. Layers to this person. Okay. Yes. She ha- is the most impressive person. That could be very dangerous. She feels like she'll be a challenge beast. She feels like she'd be a very sociable person that also feels like people are going to see her and see a threat. Plus, she's a woman, and that's obviously uh, the game can be weirdly, naturally sexist sometimes. And I think people are going to see her as a threat almost immediately. Um, but yeah, that's all 18 members of the Survivor cast for season 45. Um, we appreciate everyone for listening this long. I'll probably chop up a little bit to cut out some of the pauses. Um, but now it's a time where we're going to pick, draft five people to be on our Survivor Series teams. Can we take like a few minutes and just cut it out of the podcast? To sure. Just like go over our list. Sure, sure. And we're going to, we'll cut it out right now. All right, and we are back from our break during that break as well in our little steady session. We also rolled uh, D12, some dice. Jesse won basically the coin flip. Uh, she will be drafting first. Again, we are drafting five players of this 18-person lineup for each side of our team. Uh, who we want, who we think is going to win the overall game. Obviously, we're going to get eliminated as we go on, but obviously the last person standing or ultimate winner... Uh, we'll win whatever prize we have awaiting for us at the end. A Kit Kat? Uh, maybe a Kit Kat. Uh, <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll, we can decide something later on. But, of course, we're starting with you, Jess. So who are you picking? And do you have a team name? Not to add, yeah, add more pressure to you, but do you have a team name? Not yet, no. Okay, well, we can, we, can, this, we can unveil that episode, episode they need one. To give me the, it's, like, it's like why do people name their children right after they're born? Like, you need to develop a personality first. Sure. This is like, it's hard, because like... Otto. All these... All these... Bryce. Narratives that I'm making for people on paper could be wrong. Kayla. I don't get to see them, like, interact on camera. Tony with an eye. Tony. Tony, Tony, Tone. All right, so who is your first pick for your team? My, against my better judgment, because I think this person is too good on paper, but there are certain things that make me think that, like, maybe they know what they're doing. So, like, maybe they won't get eliminated first uh, for being too good. Uh, Again, could entirely be wrong. This could be the person. This could be the new Bruce that just the dives Bruce. in and gets a concussion on day one. Yeah, that was um, Sabia. Sabia, the truck driver, the last person we heard from the truck driver. She obviously sounds fantastic on paper. Sabia. Uh, I don't remember her last name. Broderick. Yes, Sabia Broderick. Uh, all right. My first person is going to be Brado. Damn it. Brado. Brando or Brado? Brado. I'm oh, taking okay. brand Brado. Uh, I wanted him. <laughs> feels like a solid feels like a solid nerd right there. I, I, I Damn feel it, good. you took my nerd. I had Sabia and Brado uh highlighted specifically. So yeah, if you weren't if you were taking my second one, pick. Haha, that's that's the trick here, Beanie. Uh all right. Who is your second pick for your team? I mean you had to think that you weren't gonna get your second pick. Uh, I thought maybe that you would have put Brado a little bit lower. Uh, that screws me. 
I had it all built around. That was a fool's errand, Beanie. Okay. A uh, fool's errand, Beanie. Who is your second pick for your Survivor Series team? A clone there of Sabia. There are a lot of attorneys and a lot of software people in this. Yeah, that's fair. They're, that is kind of true. A lot of young kids, too. I would have to bet the average age is pretty young. Maybe like low 30s? Upper 20s? I think I am going to go with... Gosh, I know what's happening, but now I'm like rethinking everything. <laughs> oh, Beanie. I'm going to take Kelly. Her. Kelly? Yeah. I'm shocked that you're taking Kelly. Kelly is not even on my board. Damn it, really? Yeah. Oh wait, no, sorry, that's the wrong one. Okay, no, if, if that was the wrong one, I'll give you the I'll give I'm you a mulligan. I'm looking at K names. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. I'll give you the I'll give you the uh the the mulligan beanie. I'm a kind soul. I'm Katura. Katura tops? Yeah. Nice. I was looking at K names and not the descriptions of what I wrote down. And then I read uh the inefficiency thing and I was like, that's the wrong person. Yeah. I'm gonna pick Hannah Rose. Okay. Hannah Rose. Okay. That's my next pick. Who is your pick for number three? You got Sabia. You got Katora. I don't think anyone else's name ends with an H. I don't think there's a Sarah. Um, and I took Hannah. Rounded out your team quite nicely. Yeah, it's like I'm... Now I'm like rethinking a lot of these people. It's okay. This, um, this is all good. Jake. Jake. Who is Jake? O'Kane. Uh, D Jack, Jack O'Kane. Jack? Jack. Jack O'Kane. Oh, okay. Right. I've definitely read Jake. That's okay. Um, okay. I'm going to pick Brandon. Okay. Back up. Brandon is my pick. All right, you got two more picks, Beanie. Who are you going to pick? I really wanted Bredo. I know. I know that you really fell apart. You Why did you pick Sabia if you really wanted Bredo? Because they were my two like equals. So, so I just, you, I, it was arbitrary. I had to pick one of them to start fair. with. That's fair. Were you going to pick Sabia? No, I, if you didn't pick Bredo, I would have picked Sabia. Okay, so I would have lost one of my top two anyway. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go for a wild card here. Someone Ooh. I didn't even write down. Uh-huh. And awesome. I'm going to go for Drew Basile. Drew Basile. From the hit band Basile. Yeah. <laughs> la da 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 Get it? Yes. Kiss, kiss, uh, kiss, yeah. kiss yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick... Uh, Which is also not Bastille. Ayo. Ayo. I'm going to pick Caleb. The Golden okay. Retriever Caleb. Okay. Taking my golden retriever. That's fine. Uh huh. This is your last pick for your Survivor Series Shit. team. Who is going to so win it now, all? Like I feel like I need I need a quiet one, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter. There's no real qualities. I mean, these people will be eliminated. It could we could have we could be super wrong. It was one of the eight people we didn't pick. It could be Bruce for all that we know. I wrote down Bruce and then I crossed him out. Wow. I don't, I'm sorry, Bruce. I don't have a lot of confidence in you this time around. He's, uh, he's, a, liability. he's a liability. You are a liability. I'm happy he's back and he gets a second chance, but damn, you got to prove it. 
Uh, I was thinking Sean, but like part of me is like the sweet thing of like. Who is who is husband, Sean again? Uh, the school principal whose hobby is that his husband cooks and he eats the food. Um, <laughs> I'm getting this like certain building your personality. Not that he's. I'm generalizing. Really. It's not building his personality around another person. But when your hobby, the first thing you say is like, my husband's cook my husband cooks. Like that is like you name somebody else's hobby. And yeah. then I eat the food. Yeah, that's not really um, a hobby. That doesn't bode well from it just is a thing that like is something that Is there you thinking that's like a sociable thing yeah, that might have an issue? I think with? that might become a, a social game issue. And it's the tiniest thing. Honestly, and it could, I could be totally wrong, but I just get something about the social game is going to be struggling there. Uh, I'm going with gut emotions here because I don't have much else to work with. I'm thinking about maybe Jay Maya. The singer, Jay Maya. Or D. But I don't know. I always stay away from the, the fiery, the fiery Cuban D. I usually stay away from the the entrepreneurs, but like this may not be the same as always. She may be different. She might be different this time. Yeah. Um. I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling. How many? Okay, who can I choose from? I could choose Austin. You got a bunch of D, people. D. Uh-huh. Emily. Uh huh. Bruce. Yep. J. Maya. Julie. Yep. Kelly. Nicholas. Yep. Kendra. Uh-huh. Or Sean. Yes. These are all the names. Okay, so Kendra's a no. Julie's wow. a no. Wow. Kelly's a no. Wow. Uh. Cutting out women left and right. Being there are things about. I mean, Nicholas is a no. Wow. Sean's a no for me. My gut says no. Sean's a no for me, dog. Um. So that's everyone on this side. Um. Emily's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Austin's a no for me. What's I up, think. Who's up in this chair? Um. So it's either D. Bruce or J. Maya. I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna say J. Maya. J. Maya. What's her full name? Uh, a longer version of J. Maya. Uh, her full name. Because oh, I don't know which one she's going to go by. I believe she's probably going to go by J. Okay. J. Maya. Uh, her full name is Janani Krishanja. Can you show it to me? Janani Krishanja. Okay. I, I assume she'll go by J. Maya. Because she made the effort to put that in there? Yes. But also, that is her stage name, so she might have put that in there as, like, a here's a recognizable thing that I do. And not, this is what I'm going to go by. Can I go for a long shot pick? Because it's not in quotes. Too, Can I go for so. a long shot pick? Yeah. I'm going to pick Julie. Oh. Okay. I'm going to pick Julie. Long shot pick. Uh, I'm picking Julie because, for all we know... She could be a gabler. Oh, shit, I also didn't pick anyone over 30. Wow. You hate the olds. No. So, 
I picked I picked Julie. She could be a gabler. She's a mom, so she lasts long. She can easily be cut. She's like the oldest person on the thing, so she could easily. Is be she cut. actually a mom? Yes, she's a divorced mom of two, I believe. Oh, I read. Um, so she, she is a mom. Like she could easily be cut, but you never know. Gabler won. Mike got very far, and I think he was the oldest. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. So we'll yeah. we'll see. So uh, on our team, so you have Sabia, Katora, Jack, Drew, and Jay Maya. Yeah. On your Survivor Series team, and I have Bredo, Hannah, Brandon, Caleb, and Julie. I could be really wrong about this, and I could be very right I may about have this. Have regrets. And we'll uh, discover out discover how that plays out throughout the rest of the season. We hope you enjoyed this sort of preview episode of season 45 of us picking our teams and us sitting here judging people (laughs) for like two hours (laughs) for like two hours um we very much appreciate your listenership uh if you like we hear and want to follow along this season of season 45 of survivor series uh we would greatly appreciate it of course subscribe to the podcast leave a review of how much you appreciate this and yeah, Bean, do you have any plugs? Do you want? Is there anything that you're enjoying right now that you want people to? You want to direct people to? I'm really into like Pinot Noirs. Just try <laughs> currently, them out. currently, yeah, try them out. Um, Pinot Noirs. That's always a good wreck. I, I always am good. I'm, yeah. all, I'm a good red wine, red red wine kind of guy. Like kombucha. I'm getting into kombucha. You are getting into kombucha uh, a lot recently. Yeah. I, I'm not fully into it. You had this sort of like. Like fizzy apple juice kombucha sort of thing the other yeah. day. It actually tasted pretty good. Yeah. That was one of the probably more sugary ones. Which that. might explain why I liked it. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, I'm I'm on that kick. So uh go on that journey with me if you want. Mm-hmm. And if not, um enjoy having gas. <laughs> and as someone who lives with you, I'm glad you're <laughs> I'm drinking actually kombucha. like not hundred percent sure that it doesn't help with gas. So like but I'm just going to say it. Sure. Have fun having gas. You just started, so yeah. I think we'll see. But uh, yeah, uh, again, we appreciate everybody for listening to Survivor Season, Survivor Series. We'll be back next week uh, with an all-new episode of Survivor Series. Yeah. Well, I'm Love excited. Love you. Love Bye. You Bye. Deuces. Ew. <laughs>